Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben is across from me, Ben Reikley, local businessman, GOP committee person, ultra-conservative guy. Doesn't have Fox funnels. <laughs> he has earplugs that he wears all the time to make sure that no liberality <laughs> uh, escapes into his head. moderate libertarian oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, JoJo was a bit of a spoiler, and the Green, we talked about this this week, the Green Party candidate in 2016 got about 50-some thousand votes, and that's all by, that's about the margin that Joe Biden won in Pennsylvania. Well, let's go back 20 years ago. Uh, The spoiler in that election that people seem to forget was the man who would not drive a Corvair. Ross Perot? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, shoot. At any speed, it was a dangerous vehicle. I forget. Go ahead. It would have been Ralph Nader. Oh, of course. Yeah, he actually took uh, the votes away and uh, from uh, Vice President Gore, particularly in Palm Beach area, and uh, was never in favor again with the Democratic Party. Yeah, so it's funny. The we cancel, cancel culture started back then with Ralph Nader. It's funny. We remember the recounting, but we don't remember the spoiler. <laughs> You know, but on the other hand, there's no guarantee that every Democrat would have voted for Gore that voted for Nader. Well, the, the Gore folks wanted to do some, let's say, uh, horse swapping, and it didn't quite work <laughs> out. Actually, I voted that day and flew to Florida for business that week and was in Florida, of all places. And what was interesting about that is the uh, Gore campaign wanted to recount particular counties, and this is just a Reader's Digest version, wanted to recount particular counties, and the Bush folks came in and said, no, no, if we're going to recount Florida, we're going to recount every county. And oh, okay. Then, of course, went to the Supreme Court, which now, for some reason, every day or every hour is necessary in this election, but back in 2000, we waited into December. And remember two dates, December 8th and December 12th. Okay. is our toll-free line. We have open phones uh, today. Uh, We got one printout uh, from the New York Times about polling. One of their analysts talked about what Mm. went wrong in the polling this year, uh, saying that they weren't ultra far off in terms of the presidential picks, but they were way off in terms of the down-ballot races, though many of those were predicted to go Democrat. And guess what? That didn't actually happen. So we can chit-chat about that. But the false influence. False influence, too. So it played right into the... uh We'll right into that. the system. We got one text awaiting us and uh, one email awaiting. So uh, yeah, we'll take all comers uh, today. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our open phones. One eight hundred seven nine five WKOK. You can email us as uh, what uh, one individual has uh, done, and that is at 
on the mark at WKOK.com. And you can text us at 70236. That's the Text Connect system. We invite you to sign up for WKOK Text Connect at WKOK.com. It's right under the Connect With Us banner where you can get our Facebook and Twitter handle and Instagram and all that sort of thing. And uh, we invite you to te- join the Text Club. And that way, uh, you can send us a private message. You can, of course, we'll send you breaking news, national or local news, or uh, let's see, closed roads, uh, weather warnings, dead celebrities. Those are the kind of things that we put on Text Connect. And during the pandemic, we've had multiple times we've sent out about uh, surprise uh, school closings or issues that related to the pandemic or new restrictions or eased restrictions. So that's the kind of thing that we've been putting on uh, Text Connect. So please sign up. Then you can send us a note, as one of our listeners has done, and we're going to read that on the radio shortly. We invite you to visit sunburymotors.com. That's what I did. <laughs> Ben's done it a dozen times since this car has, uh, what, 160,000 miles on it or so? Used to. Oh, used okay. to. <laughs> used to have 160 yeah, now. A deer, a deer stopped that. Oh, so you have mm-hmm. a new one? Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, a deer wanted to, uh, I don't know oh, you poor guy. if it was in the rut or what, but it liked <laughs> liked the white vehicle, and it sort of just... Are you uh, okay? Oh, it was a lot of fur flying. Okay, but you're all the right. The tractor trailer behind me didn't hit me, but uh, no, there was... Uh, Deer flying everywhere. Okay, oh, I think it's a song. Right. Okay. All right. Well, so you have a new Ford? Well, we have another Ford. Another. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for you. All right. So you we An- invite another you to vehicle do. from Sunbury Motors. Right. We invite you to do exactly what Ben has done. He likes the all-wheel drive sedans, and so we got another one. It's a Fusion. Fusion. Taurus. Come Taurus. On Taurus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't a truck, they all look the same to me. Yeah, I Lincoln. was going to say, you can, only, you can only drive it. When's the last time you've driven a sedan? A car? Oh, my, well, no, my lovely bride has an SUV, yeah. you know, like an Explorer type thing. Um, Forget the last like time you've Like a full-blown car. Oh, my mother has a car. Okay. Uh, old Japo car. I drive that thing around. Hey, <laughs> <A> what? <laughs> <laughs> so we can't, not supposed to drive that. So anyway, Kia, Hyundai, pre-owned inventory available at the Sunbury Motor Company. New Fords. You can do what I do. Drive a truck or an SUV all the time. Select your perfect vehicle. Purchase it online right from your home. The Sunbury Motor Company. They invite you to visit the Quick Line. I've done that many, 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 many times. They specialize in all types of ve- service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for tires. Uh, they're open Monday through Friday at the Quick Lane. 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. SunburyMotors.com. You can build a Ford car or truck to your exact specifications online. It just doesn't get any more full service than that. And they, plus, they have those great big tow trucks that can haul a mm. uh, truck up from an embankment or something, if that's what happened to you. And then they'll sell you a brand new truck. So you are in good hands at the Sunbury Motor Company. And you are a truck person then. Oh, yeah. But yeah. your mother's SV. car is of Asian descent. It's a sedan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> made uh, made overseas. Okay. Well, Back when they used to bring them overseas. Oh, yeah. They used so. to bring them into Long Beach. Port of Long Beach right. was a huge uh, spot. And then uh, truck them across the country. But... Uh, so news of the week. Yeah, uh, what's on your mind? You've had a lot to think about uh, spent, this week. Spent uh, spent some time in Harrisburg with some political folks as well as some business folks. Have you uh, conceded the election yet? 
can't concede it until the states start voting on it. But I think the uh, the exhaustion of uh, lawsuits should go on, uh, and the Biden. I wish the uh, Biden uh, campaign would would back this. We he, we see the information now coming out. Uh, this was what the most secure election in the United States history, <laughs> supposedly. Uh, yeah, this is the best. Okay, we do. that's based the on best what practices. So so between one and a hundred, if the last Russia, China, if, and us if were the, last, the best. If the last couples were two and threes, so are we up to a five or six security, <laughs> yeah. or are we up to a fifty or sixty security? Uh, no, I I, I would uh, I would hope that uh, they can go through, get. Uh, get certification on the votes, make sure uh, all the votes are proper, whatever term people want to use, credible, legal, and Mm -hmm. whoever wins, wins, because then that would take the stigma. Joe Biden hasn't said anything about uh, backing the Trump campaign as they make sure that there was no criminal activity. No, but you think you would. Right. I mean, if you feel that secure that you won, then you would say, hey, uh, we're going to help you count all these votes to make sure, but something must be up. You see the uh, question about the software, the Dominion software. You see the story What's well, that been debunked? And now Fox well, is saying that that's been f- found out is not true. Well, but debunked in what way? Uh, debunked by the people from Dominion? It uh, didn't have any impact. That it, uh, well, it counted accurately. They're saying that they were Okay, but then, they, but then the understanding is, hold it, then give that proof. Uh, you see the story going around with uh, Hammer and Scorecard. So uh, y- you want this vote to work for whomever won. Then the other side can say, okay, we lost. This is a scenario right now where the officiating, the outcome of the game, are very much in question in some regards. To some people, it's nothing. To other people, it's something. However, to the overall electric, the what, where are we at now? About 156 million people who voted. It should be looked at. For the Republicans, if they're on the short side of this, this should be looked at not only for the presidential race, but the down ballot races. Recount in Georgia could put Senator Purdue, which is a Georgia state law, Senators Purdue possibly over 50%. Maybe it won't. So when you see the down ballot information, uh, all, all these votes should. Now, there's something going around that Republicans won and did well, and people didn't vote for President Trump. Uh, th- th- that's almost statistically impossible in some ways. Not to say it could never happen, but very rarely would that happen. And also, you see where the Republicans won seats in the House. Uh, we'll see what happens in the Senate, probably hold the Senate, but also took back state legislators, particularly one, Mark, one of your favorite, uh, New Hampshire. Uh, now the Republicans control the state house and the state Senate in New Hampshire. You see governorships that uh, went or stayed with the uh, Republicans that were supposed to change. However, my point is these you know, oh, the, the concession should happen when the concession needs to happen. And uh, like I said, December 8th and December 12th are, are dates when states start to certify 
their election results. Yeah, I said it was Fox. I'm sorry. I'm blending my headlines. It was the New York Times. <laughs> really, yes, precisely okay. just the opposite, yes. really. It says, President Trump on Thursday spread new baseless claims about Dominion voting systems, which make software that local governments around the nation use to help run their elections, fueling a conspiracy theory that Dominion software glitches changed vote tallies in Michigan and Georgia last week. The Dominion software was used in only two of the five counties that had problems in Michigan and Georgia, and in every instance, there was a detailed explanation for what had happened. In all of the cases, software did not affect the vote counts uh, in the new, uh, I'm sorry, in the two Michigan counties that had mistakes. The inaccuracies were human error, not software problems, according to the Michigan Department of State, county officials, and election security experts. Only one of the two Michigan counties used Dominion software. But this doesn't go on to say the ownership of Dominion, that whole, you know, prolonged string Mm of, uh, it's an accusation is not addressed here. This really just no, and, it's, and again, issues. it's the New York Times, and, and the credibility of the New York Times has been questioned for the last 50 years. It's finally really being looked at the last 10 years. Yeah, great it pandemic is, coverage, it, but their political stuff is one-sided. So. Well, you say great pandemic contra- uh, coverage, but I think Alex, is it Bernson? Used to be with the New York Times, and they sort of shuffled him off to Buffalo when he started to uh, cover the uh, pandemic in a way the New York Times did not uh, see fit to print. But uh, no, the the New York Times, known as the old gray lady, I think the old gray lady has passed. And (laughs) now the editorial page has become the entire New York Times. Isn't it funny how... uh, when I went to Penn State, and that was, I graduated in 82, so it was only 40 short years ago, uh, being objective was a science, and that, you know, they dwelled on that. How do you, they, sh- they showed you biased news and said, this this is how you're meted out, this is how you, you know, uh, do balance in your head, and, and how you make sure you, what you show an editor, and how you keep scorecards in your brain as to what, you know, what certain descriptors do, and, I mean, the vocabulary, and, and uh, tone, and uh, really, I mean, the mm-hmm. This was, you know, weeks and weeks of classes. Well, it was a profession. Well, that's right. You wanted and to be now, professional. Now it's okay to be slanted. So, you well, know, I, again, I understand. It's well, I mean, Fox is slanted to the right. Everybody else is to the left. It's, I don't it's know not how right. much Fox is slanted to the right when you guys say that. When you look at the coverage and how they cover it, uh, the Fox News is excellent at 6 o'clock. That's a, a pretty – but here, here's an example. You have some of your callers. I caught a little bit of the show here and there. But, but here's our local paper. And our local paper is, is 90% cut and paste paste from AP or, or other areas. Um, I think, you know, God bless the sports writers down there, at least try to cover some local sports for us in the area. But but here, here here's an example of how it works. Okay. Wednesday, article. Officials. Pennsylvania postal worker recants ballot tampering claims. But nothing about the, the recanting, recanting, huh? So, yeah, so they go through, this is coming out of the Washington Post, so it's cut and paste. They go through and they talk about this person up with the Postal Service. And then at the very end, the very end, it said Hopkins did not, this is the gentleman, Hopkins did not respond to the message from the Washington Post seeking comment through his social media accounts, family members, and phone messages early this week. Well, early this week. So then it says, but in a YouTube video he posted Tuesday night, he denied recanting. I'm here to say I did not recant my statements. That did not happen. He said. So, but here's the headline: Pennsylvania Post worker recants ballot tampering claims. That's the distortion. So, 
did they 100% misinform the public? No, but the 99.8% did, and that's that's how the papers do it. Well, we did the same journalism thing. On is. Our, we did the same thing on our Facebook feed. We put the initial recant story, and then other people put the uh, YouTube video up. So we <laughs> our stories on okay, Facebook so is balanced. In, when once you're you get in school, to the how many sources did you try to have? Oh my gosh! Minimum two. Yeah, but you wanted like three or four, uh, and they weren't anonymous. Because you know why? At that time, your professors were not yet Watergate-ized. They had not been through the Watergate scenario. It was only 10 years, 9 years afterwards. After so that... The professors hadn't been. Well, after that, journalists decide they can change the world. And the part about Watergate people don't, might not realize is Watergate was a, was a crime per se, that was handled by two guys that were sitting at the city desk. They weren't even White House correspondents. Woodward and Bernstein were guys like you and I sitting there chasing uh, Man Bites dog stories. You know, that's what they were chasing. And all of a sudden they made it, and it really irked the Washington press that were covering the White House at that time that they'd been scooped by two city desk Two police journalists. reporters. All right, Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, good morning. Happy Friday the 13th. <laughs> I just wanted to call about uh, the rumor going around about defund the police and uh, Democrats. That's not true. That came up when George Floyd was killed. That was black people protesting in the streets, which is legal. So I just wanted to clarify that. And I want people to know the money they're giving Trump right now is to pay the debts that he owes for these lawsuits that he's bringing against our country, where he's trying to take away our democracy. He's trying to ruin our country. Well, well, same with the... Uh, if you, the if you can, hold on one second. If, same if you contribute to Joe Biden's recount yeah. fund. It goes to the uh, yeah, DNC. The place. But what, what do you mean defund the police doesn't exist? I didn't say it didn't exist. I said it came about that it's a Democrat thing where it's not. It was George, George Floyd's death when black people were in the streets crying for it. Okay, but it is it's happening. right. Okay, but it is happening, and it was trying to happen before. Yeah, well, they're trying to blame it on Democrats, which is a lie. That's not what the Republicans are trying to defund the police? I don't... I'm, anybody that's protesting George Floyd's death or all these other people that are dying in the streets, whether they're Democrats or Republicans, it doesn't make a difference. Well, the Demo I mean, Democrats I are moving I don't to defund, defund the, police. the police. I'm a Democrat. I don't want to okay. defund the police. I like the police. Okay, but there's there's. Yeah, what would our country be like without the police? Well, exactly. But there's there are Democratic leaders and Democratic city councils that are whatever term we want to use, taking money away from the police. And we see what's going on in Minneapolis right now where Minneapolis doesn't have the adequate police protection and now they're having to pay to bring in, uh, well, I don't know what term you want to use, mercenaries. They're bringing in outside police folks to come in and help try to keep the city safe and particular neighborhoods are, uh, I mean, it has it somewhat backfired on uh, the groups that want to defund the police or reallocate money from the police department. Are you saying no Republican states are doing it? I do not see a uh, city 
in a red state area that are defunding the police. Well, there could uh, there be some could be, somewhere, but, but uh, I don't see that. I see problems in Chicago, Minneapolis, New York City. I don't think those are Republican or conservative hotbeds. But refunding, not defunding, but refunding and changing allocations and using police to do different things, that's a Democratic ideal. Republicans are law and order, and it typically involves more police. But in Democrat, it's a Democratic ideal to improve policing, to, to see if there is a better way to police. And, of course, we had our good police chief uh, retired now from Point Township in here saying, yes, you can make improvements to police. And that's a Democratic tool. But you're right, Fox News and Republicans tool. falsely paint. Democrats as being interested in defunding police. There certainly are some people interested in defunding police, but it's not a Democratic plank, or uh, as Bob is so eloquently uh, detailing. So, Bob, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thanks for being a good texter, too. We appreciate that. Let's take a quickie break. Uh, we're talking about uh, police uh, funding. I have one clipping about polls. Uh, what went wrong with the polls from a Democratic commentator? That'll be coming up very shortly. And uh, at 906. We'll have some brief news headlines here. We'll talk about the pandemic plus some changes in politics. And at 945 this morning, our good producer, who's Mark Stevens on the other side of the glass, he's going to call up Steve Portnoy, who's going to be on the line talking to us about uh, the uh, presidential election. He's from CBS News. So he'll be coming up uh, shortly on uh, WDKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. And welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Our good uh, caller, Bob, uh, said there's no specific Democratic plank uh, in the uh, Democratic National Committee for this. <laughs> but you're here to say that they wouldn't put that in, right? Because well, that's too you obvious. That but uh, uh, Kamala Harris has talked about defunding the police. Their, their number... One young lady in the uh, House, uh, AOC, has talked about it. I mean, defunding, reallocated. I mean, they they kept uh, Vice President Biden arm's length away from that because uh, it didn't resonate. But I'm trying to remember who, uh, oh, who this week talked. Oh, um, James Clyburn. Go look what James Clyburn said about this. Look what Joe Manchin has said about these socialist or some of these ridiculous policies. So, uh, you know, you, you do what yeah, you need is, to do uh, to get elected. And the Biden people ran a uh, prevent defense type of deal. It says it looks like it potentially worked. could work. And once we get the uh, certifications from the states, we'll see. But uh, as far as d- d- don't be very 
uh, let's see, don't be surprised you know, what we're seeing where we're seeing the, the problems, the riots in the streets. These aren't bastions of conservative Republican areas. These are, are pretty well, uh, let's see, would you say Democratic, liberal, progressive areas? Seattle, Portland, Chicago, New York City? Yeah, at least. The Democratic plank says we cannot create trust without holding those in power accountable for their actions. Democrats will reinvigorate a pattern or practice investigations into police misconduct at the Department of Justice, strengthen them through new subpoena powers, and expand oversight to address systemic misconduct by prosecutors. Far too often the, sh- the law has shielded police officers. So, yeah, it doesn't sound like defund is in there. But, yeah, good point. Uh, But Democrats were falsely painted with that. But you're here to say that definitely there's some places where Democrats are interested in that. Well, look at Minneapolis. Lance, you're on the mark. Okay. I just want to get my minute first. Call later. (laughs) Okay. Here is Millard Fillmore. And it's a frame there. It shows old Millard. And a person there with a big sign says, defund the police. And Millard says... Defund the police sounds like a recipe for anarchy. Why not push for reform? And the person with the sign said, that's a common misconception. It's about reallocating community resources to create a multifaceted solution to entrenched societal problems while allowing police to focus on crime. And Millard's kind of taken aback and says, oh, well, (laughs) why not say that up front? She says, policy agendas longer than three words are hard to chant. (laughs) Some truth to that. Yeah, what's the longer explanation? Read the longer explanation again. It's a common misconception about defund the police. It's about reallocating community resources to create a multifaceted solution to entrench societal problems while allowing police to focus on crime. They could just go by the acronym Reclickapik. But that doesn't work very well either. We stand for Reclickapik around here. All right, thank you so much, Lance. Call back. Get more time if you need it. Uh, We'll see if we have reason to give give you good reason to call later. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right, one of our good listeners sends us a note. uh, says, thank you, Arizona, for the Biden-Harris win. So I guess it's safe to say AP and Fox were right. Can we say that now? No. Let's let's get them certified. Thank you, Arizona, for the Biden-Harris win. Winning big. (laughs) Not big, but he definitely won by a a thin margin. All right, uh, yes, and Fox News saw it a Away. We got one email pending, so we can read that. We got open phones during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll hear from the CBS White House correspondent, Steve Portnoy. We're going to call him up at a quarter of 10, uh, so we're going to have a great 9 a.m. hour. We hope you join us. This is WDKOK Sunbury, 9 o'clock. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. 
Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Ben Reikley is uh, with us. Uh, one of our good listeners says we have a dictator in Washington, D.C. So We do. Yeah, I guess the president is uh, still not conceding, mm-hmm. but he's not summoning the military and said yeah. we're going to have a coup or anything. Looks like so. he needs spell check. <laughs> All right. Yeah, what, so. what, what a witty. What a witty texter. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. So on the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. Earlier today, let's see, what have we spoken about? The uh, presidential election, defunding police, the idea that uh, Joe Biden is the heir apparent president-elect, uh, but, of course, not yet certified. So we can talk about that. And Fox, by I think they got it by 20,000 votes or uh, votes or so, accurately predicted that Arizona would go for uh, Joe Biden. So we can talk a little bit about that. At 9.45 this morning, we'll have the CBS White House correspondent Steve Portnoy on the line. We'll talk to him for about five minutes. So we really jammed ourselves in the middle of his schedule, mm. but we're glad that he agreed to talk to us. Our toll-free line now open for you, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the market with the KOK come and text us at 70236. No messages in the text box right at the moment. We got one email pending that starts out, Hi, Mark. Good for you, Mark. Mark is happy Biden won. So we'll, mm. we'll read that momentarily. Wow, we, that puts a lot of dollars in there, Mark. <laughs> Where is that? Puts a lot oh, of dollars 40, in there. Four, what is it, 400000 mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll, we'll read that re- email on the radio very shortly. Uh, let's do the news here briefly. For the third time this week, there's a new record amount of daily COVID-19 increases statewide, plus a record number locally, 93 New Valley cases and four new deaths. In their daily update Thursday, State Department of Health said there were 5,488 new statewide cases, uh, bringing the total to over 248,000 people have tested positive for COVID-19 since the pandemic pandemic began. 37 new cases in Northumberland County, 33 in Union County, 4 in Montour County, and Snyder County had 19 new cases plus 4 new deaths in the central Susquehanna Valley. Hospitalizations are up. Geisinger Danville has 47 souls on board with 6 on a ventilator. Geisinger Shemokin has 7 coronavirus patients and Evangelical Hospital has 15. So the outbreak uh, finally getting uh, to our area. President and CEO of Geisinger says, yes, these numbers are higher. COVID is in our communities and it's spreading. We are seeing that. We're remaining pretty concerned, but also super vigilant in terms of making sure that we're managing through that um, uptick and that hopefully we can stem the tides as we did early on back in the spring. I think the other is where we are in the season. Obviously, the holidays coming up, flu season, which is here every year, that's about to hit us, and the cold weather pushing more and more activities indoors. These are all things that make it tougher to maintain all of the precautions that we've been mentioning to you all from the get-go. Uh, you can hear the entire news briefing from Dr. J. Juan Rua Geisinger. He uh, delivered that briefing last Friday, and we have that on the WKOK podcast page. Country Cupboard tells us those three individuals that tested positive for COVID-19 uh, were staffers that don't deal with clients or customers. They're behind-the-scenes employees at the restaurant and hotel. A spokesman says all three employees uh, were on the campus last week, but not this week. Of course, Country Cupboard closed uh, while they do some deep cleaning, but they 
they do uh, highly intensive virus protocols all the time, and they'll do so again today prior to their reopening uh, tomorrow. Rumor that their bakery... If you have their bakery products, it mm-hmm. will make you happier. Oh, right. I know that's true. There's a, <laughs> there's something in the baked goods that uh, uh, it makes you a bigger person, too, I might add, if you oh, eat enough of it. Uh, it's good to, be, uh, good to be big and good to be happy, I guess, right? Pennsylvania's Attorney General Democrat Josh Shapiro says more than a week after the election, he has still not seen widespread indication of voter fraud, but concedes that there certainly have been some anomalies and some incidental issues of something that could be fraudulent or even criminal. Still, that hasn't stopped lawyers from the Trump campaign from going to court again Thursday. CBS's Zachary Hudak has those details. The Trump campaign on Thursday asked a federal court judge to issue a temporary order to keep Pennsylvania from certifying its election results less than a week before the state's required to do so. The campaign says the measure is necessary to allow the court time to rule on a range of allegations of voting irregularities and that the campaign was unable to properly monitor vote counting in the state. But lawyers for Pennsylvania's top elections official say the lawsuit lacks standing and that its claims rely on, quote, multiple leaps of logic. So we'll continue to follow Mm -hmm. that case. But the Trump campaign did win one round yesterday uh, with a judge ordering that the Commonwealth may not count ballots where voters needed to provide proof of identification and failed to do so by November 9th. State law said voters had six days after the November 3rd election or November 9th to cure problems related to proof of identification after the state Supreme Court ruled that mail-in ballots could be accepted three days after Election Day. Secretary of State Kathy Bookfar then submitted guidance that said, okay, proof of identification should be pushed up to until November 12th, which is six days from the ballot acceptance deadline. That guidance was issued two days before Election Day, but the lower court said no. Commonwealth Court said no. You cannot keep changing the rules prior to the election. Uh, So Mm. it's none of those ballots have been added to the totals yet, but it's anybody's guess as to whether they ever will be Even if proof of identification was provided in a timely fashion, uh, there's still no indication. And they have not been added to the totals yet. So, you know, nobody can say, well, now we have to subtract Mm, Pennsylvania's totals. Could be the tip of the iceberg. They could be. Well, yeah, no argument there. And you want a a great election. Finally, here's how about some good news? Are you ready? It's about ice cream. What is it about? It's about kids and dogs. It's Republicans who control Pennsylvania State Senate voted Thursday to Mm. select the chamber's first female majority leader and promote their majority leader of the past six years. Third term Senator Kim Ward of Westmoreland County will replace. Senator Jake Corman as majority leader. Ward, who has chaired committees that handle transportation and gambling issues, was first elected in 2008. Corman, the chamber's Republican majority leader since 2015, will fill the empty post of Senate president when the legislature's new session starts in January. Republicans will return with at least the same size majority, 29 to 21, and possibly larger, depending upon the outcome of... Okay, well, yeah, possi- let, let me finish. Possibly larger, depending upon the outcome of one undecided contest. Corman, who has represented the state college area in the Senate since 1999, will replace the outgoing Joe Scarnati, who did not seek re-election. And, of course, the state Senate majority Republican whip will be... State Senator John Gordon. Yeah, John Gordon. Uh, a little bit, uh, boy, thought uh, he would uh, thought he'd move, move up. up there. But, uh, you know, state, uh, in the state, the GOP should have 30 state senators and pick up three, maybe four House seats. So uh, the uh, 
blue wave was a couple blue drops here and there. However, if you look yeah, at the uh, you look at the big Kahuna, we'll see what happens in the White House. Still to be determined in some regards. Also, news flash: if there is a change in the White House, look for a change in Pennsylvania. Looks like uh, Governor Wolf could be nominated to be the ambassador to France. And Lieutenant Governor Fetterman could move up to be governor. So uh, interesting Are doings. Are you serious? I'm not Roebuck, but yeah. uh, but no, uh, that's uh, just some inside news France. brought to you by WKOK, and that has been confirmed by three sources, wow. all face to face, and also four. Well, I knew he wasn't going to want to show sources. his face after he was done being governor, <laughs> but I didn't know he'd have to leave the country. Well, potential is there. Remember, if uh, if this works out for I President didn't even Biden, know he spoke French. what did Wolf and the uh, Wolf administration do to uh, to assist the Biden campaign in getting elected? And uh, he'll be rewarded. And uh, looks like we could have uh, a person do? named Governor Fetterman. What did he do? Well, put some hurdles up, put some potholes in, did some stuff with corona that could be questionable. Rules were changing. You just reported on this. And uh, most of the time, politically, you do get rewarded. So we'll we'll see what happens, but right. uh, you heard it here first. Yeah, that's great. On, on the mark, you. and you could play this in a in a year if this happens. All right, I'll mark that down. Nine sixteen a.m. What do you <laughs> on think? Friday Stan? the thirteenth. On Friday the thirteenth, uh, Ben brought the news that uh, Governor Wolf is headed to the potential news to France. Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, top of the hour news. Uh, they said that uh, they were talking about some. Scientists say that we're at a point of no return as far as global climate change and that we need to sequester all the CO2 from the air and put it underground. Now, I have a question. If we do that, won't all the plants die considering that's their main food source? Yeah, I would say the plants were, are going to protest that, and I understand there's some uh, palm trees that are on their way to the United Nations to uh, try to get uh, try to get in front of the United Nations to talk about how they could be uh, wiped out if this happens. Well, and, and considering that uh, the plants are the ones that produce the oxygen for the humans, won't that wipe the human race off the planet of the Earth, too? Well, you would see. Uh, some people say follow the science. Uh, some people say common sense. Some people try to put them both together. Uh, but, no, it's uh, the whole climate scenario has been so political. And uh, the scenarios that have happened here, it, it's hard to find credibility on on both sides at times, but particularly when the information is, is skewed politically and, I, w- I would say, misunderstood. Uh, I believe Pennsylvania has a great record in the last 15 years of reducing uh, the uh, with with the use of natural gas reducing the emissions so use of carbon fuels yeah so there's, carbon there's been there's or, been, been some carbon success footprint. there but you wouldn't know it based on uh, based on some of the media now we're definitely using well, less carbon especially this year the pandemic really helped but anyway go ahead Stan yeah I mean that's that's great but I mean for the news media to put out that we have to remove all all 100 percent of the carbon <laughs> from the air that just makes absolutely no no science sense well, i mean everybody says we can talk about science believe the scientists and all that 
to me, I, what I learned in school, photosynthesis requires carbon, mm-hmm. you know, CO2, to make oxygen for every other living being on the planet. Well, maybe so, they're exaggerating. I Listen to the newscast. They're the ones that said all. I didn't. <laughs> no, remember, it was you know, all. All to me is all. All of it. 100%. That's all. All carbon. Well, carbon is yeah. pretty pervasive in our environment. Remember, it was... Well, I understand that. They want to sequester it under the ground. Not sure how they do that, but, but that's what they were saying. That's, that's what the newscast... Go back and listen to the ninth top of the hour newscast. That's what they were saying. Hey, uh, Stan, Stan, it was CBS, though. Uh, one mm-hmm. of our listeners... Well, that explains it. <laughs> Stan, you like to follow the news. One of our listeners asks, what did Governor Wolf do for Joe Biden? Do you have any... I, you don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't no know idea. either. I, you know, no, it's hard to rule. Well, other than maybe assisted in the cheating in Philly, but uh, no. my question with that, as far as the voting goes, why are the Democrats so afraid to have the, the, the elections audited where there's so many red flags in these particular states? Why are they so afraid of it? Because they like the outcome I, the way I it think, is. I think we're going to have a hard time proving it because all the, all the evidence say the outside envelopes which are supposed to have the signature and the postmarks, where did they end up once they opened the ballots? You, I know where they ended up. And then you go to the democratically the and then you go to the democratically controlled courts. Oh, there you go. It's mm-hmm. the, there was well, no problem. Yeah, no problems, no problems. Yeah, well, well you know, and, and that's the thing. You know, they, they, they pounded us into four years. Trump was illegitimate because supposedly the Russians. Well, the Democrat courts the Chinese government, because the Chinese government wants, you know, old old Biden in power because he'll just rule over for them. We all know that. That's that's a proven fact because of the way he was getting paid by them. And that information will come out, but not soon enough, I'm afraid to say, because the social media, you know, the ones that could have put that out there when they got news articles, they uh, banned them from putting it out. Facebook and Twitter. You know, that, that information was sequestered. Couldn't put it out there. And if you did, you were you know, shut off. So when's that going to get out there? When's the impeachment going to start? You know, Bi- you're right. Biden more than likely will be president, but it ain't going to be because he legally won. And and, and the Trump administ- uh, campaign has every legal right to file these petitions and motions in court with the information they have. Now, they may not be able to prove it, but I'm sure. But that, that, that that's where the Biden campaign should jump in and help on these recounts if they're that sure. So so he have lived it. And then then you hear uh, ex president uh, Biden uh, or oh, Biden yes Obama Obama with Biden going out and doing the promos. Now he's going to be on CBS News again. CBS confused, bewildered, and scandalous. Uh, CB, <laughs> CBS is is going to show him on uh, Sunday morning and. And they're going to show them on 60 Minutes, and, and the question would be, "Oh, this is this is just rich, yeah, Mr. President. You, know, you, you, yeah, you president send you send the people, on an yes, yeah, and, and you're talking about the transition of power. So the hypocrisy runs deep and wide. And believe me, the 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 uh, President Barack Obama and his wife and his family, uh, you know, again." Go enjoy your money. Go enjoy what power you think you have. But President Biden, if you look back on your eight years, ninety percent of your verbiage was air. I mean, ten percent yep. substance, and you are enamored with yourself. I mean, I, th- th- that man has to speak with a uh, almost 
with a mirror in front because, uh, you know, people talk about <laughs> narcissism and they talk about President Trump. No, no, no. Go go back one president. Go so back number 44. you say he's a bigger narcissist than President Trump? Or can you evaluate I, that? I, I would put them uh, probably in the same ballpark. In the same, okay. One's in left field, one's in right field, though. All right, gotcha. All right, thank you so much, Dan. Thanks for checking in. Very All much appreciated. Right. Have a good one. Glad to nope. hear from you. Glad that uh, not texting today and he gets to call in in person. So we very much appreciate Your that. Your buddy's texting, though. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, we would invite you to call us. 1-800-795-9565. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. CBS News has learned President Trump has told advisors he may run again in 2024, even while he refuses to concede, blocking the transition to President-elect Joe Biden. There's one of the CBS sound bites from today. I thought that's pretty interesting. Yeah, President Trump can run again in 2024. Don Jr. wants to be his running mate, and so they'll complete the... <laughs> I'm serious. That's the rumor. Well, Don Jr. was going to run after the president's uh, next term anyway. Uh, we'll so. I... I he wants to start a new party, the Fox. The no, no, he wants to start a Fox ne- Truth Party or no, he something. He wants to start a network. Right, right, called but the Fox Not Party or no, something like be that. Be, yeah, good. Bring bring more information out, and people can decide. Right now, uh, you know, Fox News is going through a transition. Uh, Rupert Murdoch's sons are moving in there. Sons uh, are married. I think it's uh, well. They want to give the network Leland? broad appeal. Well, they, they're trying to, but broad appeal. What they want to be able to do is they want to make sure their wives are happy, that their wives are getting invited to the right cocktail parties and the uh, right events, and and they're they're involved there. So is that the uh, real reason? Okay. Well, that's uh, that's ninety percent okay. of the reason. Hey, well, we got Mark, the president going to France, and we got Fox happy, News. Happy, happy wife, happy life. Right, no argument. And there. so Leland, I believe, I, I want to say it's Leland. And it's Lo- I think it's Lachlan is uh, now uh, having to deal with what how they want to make the network work, which well, is fine. One of our good listeners who's liberal says, Ben, I love you too. Uh, and uh, let's see, another the same listener says, climate change is real, exclamation point. We all need to stop doing bad things that harm our environment. So drilling for fuel doesn't harm our environment? Wrong. We are taking our planet's body and taking out its spleen. Biden won. 1,000%. I think you can actually live without your spleen, Mark. We'd have to get some medical people. But the other part, too, is I would say to the texter, go back and watch Al Gore's movie, An Unconvenient Truth, and see what has happened, when it has happened, and what it actually is happening. Oh, we'll have to ask Al. Al's on the line right now. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. 
Um, <laughs> when Biden gets in, if he gets in, which he probably will, uh, one of the first things he's going to do is uh, he wants to do a shutdown again. And then in, in accordance, uh, Beijing Biden and his merry band of Marxists want to go ahead and get rid of all the tariffs on China. Uh, well, I think they'll be very pro-China. They'll be pro-Iran. We'll see the uh, we'll see the great leaps of positive uh, foreign policy, and people can call. Yeah, we'll discuss some peace in the Middle East, calling China out. The trades with Mexico and Canada, but China uh, going back into the World Health Organization. Uh, you know, I would say this World the Health Organization. Paris Climate Accord. Yeah, climate, but you want to do that? But uh, I'd say the word World Health Organization. Go and listen yep. to the rock band The Who and listen to their one lyrics. We don't get fooled again, and and we will well, be fooled again. You know what? When we voted, we're kind of like the sowers. When you vote, you're kind of like the sowers, and you sow what you reap. But uh, some of the votes probably weren't real, and we know that. And more people voted than ever. And, there, and Fox is really changing, so I just wanted to say, on, um, if you have cable TV, I think it's 637, there's a new channel on Newsback, Max, and one of the first things I heard out of them was they got a new name for Biden, and it's Beijing and Biden and his merry band of Marxists. I you, thought that was... You great. like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, we got to get sort of sad. Gotta keep the name you, you, calling you, going. You, you hope not, but it uh, you know the past is the past, and you know people say what's Joe Biden? You know people ask me, you know Joe Biden doesn't have really any political successes, and he and he doesn't when you break it down. He has one large one though. He was reelected a number of times, and the other one was Barack Obama felt very comfortable that he could win. He just needed a vice president that would stay social distance, policy distance well, away. He had to move to Delaware. He had to move to Delaware because that helped him all the time with the corporate. Corporate got him in all his life. So he's he's indebted big time to corporate. And if you're indebted to China, you think you're going to get a pass when, when and if they do take over the world like they plan on? So Joe Biden moved to Delaware... Joe Biden moved to Delaware because of cor- Al, Joe Biden moved to Delaware because of corporations. Well, yeah, they keep him in office. Oh, I thought I, I thought he no, moved he with his there. parents when he, he was like eight he years was 10 old. Years old. However, as senator, well, that's new. As senator, he's been he's they've they've comforted him very well. Goodness, good to know. Okay, thank yeah, you so much, Al. He was well there, so that was good. All right, perfect. Thank you so much, Cindy. You're next up on on the mark. Or right ahead, you're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Yes, you can live without your spleen. Oh, good to know. Thank you. Take that to the bank. We. Unfortunately, when especially in trauma patients, people often have their spleen removed. Oh, spleen functions to filter your blood along with other organs in your body, and you can live without your spleen, and so they take it out often um, when it's necessary. Okay. Yeah, uh, ben, what do you think about Frank Dermody being voted out of office? Oh, uh, yeah, the Democrats don't talk about that. It's a huge deal. I was in Harrisburg Wednesday and Thursday, and a uh, 
real long conversation with a uh, ex-staffer, chief of staff, uh, a senator from Pittsburgh area years ago, and uh, she was talking to me about uh, Dermody getting thrown out of office. I mean, he voted yes, but they literally opened the door, and his constituents booted him out. And it's a bigger deal. Yeah, you, you don't you don't hear about that a whole lot on any media. Again. State Senate. We talked about it all day yesterday. Well, well, on this media, you hear it here. Wolf will be ambassador, and uh, you hear it here and on the mark. But no, it's it's a big deal, Cindy, and, and you wonder why. But in the same way, how did Connor Lamb still hang on out there? So I've no idea. But Dermody was in a blue district. He's in Allegheny County. Yeah. I mean, I went and looked this up. I'm yeah. really surprised. Really, he must have really alienated his constituents in some way that didn't pop up quickly in Google. I mean, I have a life. I'm not going to spend well, hours can I, looking can at Well, can I this. pass this on? Uh, when you are not understanding of your constituents, when you take them for granted, uh, if you're red or blue, uh, they can usually, hopefully, show you the door. And yeah. believe me, he wasn't in the majority. So being in the majority probably would have got him reelected, but being in the minority, the, the people got fed up with him. Yeah, but he was the leader, the top I, Democrat. I, I agree. He, he held all the power. I mean, this, is, this must you be thought. an interesting shuffling of the deck now in, uh, For in the, Democrats? Uh, the Democrat Party yes. down there in Harrisburg. Well, the Democrats thought they were going to pick seats up in the Senate and the House, and they didn't. Uh, the change in uh, uh, that uh, Jake made, uh, or the senators made, of course, Jake Corman going to pro temp, and bringing Kim Ward in brings in Western Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say inside baseball, but uh, unfortunately, John Gordner, who is a, a very loyal soldier, uh, did a great job down there as whip, but his geographics don't quite work out. What uh, what the Senate's looking at? So now the Senate put Kim Warren from Westmoreland County to uh, to give them some balance in the western part of the state. But Ben, Center County has Corman, who's now the uh, president pro tem, the head of the Senate, mm-hmm. and Carrie Benninghoff yes, is in, in leadership in the House. Mm-hmm. That one little county has that much power is pretty surprising to me. Um, the final thing I wanted to say was this. If we're, if you as a person are upset about climate change or concerned about climate change, there are a multitude of things that you can do. And if you change your behavior, you change the climate. So make those choices. Stop buying things that are packaged in plastic. Use recyclable materials or better yet, reusable materials and do it. You know, Barbara Jordan, one of my heroes, one of my heroes, a a former representative from Texas, I believe, once said that once the American people decide to do something, nothing can stop them. Each of us individually can do something about this. Shaking your fist at Congress is a waste of time. Change your own behavior, and you change the world. Right. Thank you, John. Thank you so much, uh, Cindy. Appreciate the call. Well, that others. sounds like a uh, kicker for the show. You should play before the show. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, we've got the lines lit up. Steve Portnoy is going to be on the line at uh, 945. Uh, left one of the lines on hold for you to utilize. Uh, one of our listeners says, Hi, Mark. Mark is happy Biden won. Good for you, Mark. No, that is not true. If you've been listening, I am not happy. This is not happy, Mark. Uh, will you be happy when your taxes go up $6,500 a year? If you think Biden will only up the taxes for people making over $400,000 a year, you bumped your head. Will you be happy when Biden comes for your guns? Will you be happy when gas costs $6 a gallon because of the Green New Deal? I could go on and on, but as long as you're happy, Mark, as long as you're happy... <laughs> By the way, I love the show. Been a fan, I think it's over 10 years. Yeah, we started in 97, no, 2007. So, yeah, Ben was an early riser on this show, so we appreciate that. that. Yeah, thank you for the, the email. Uh, 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 it's not signed, but yeah, I thank you I think the ultimate one it. was the lady talking yeah. to you flushing her toilet. Wasn't that one of the... I am not happy. Uh, I'm not happy. Let's be clear about that. Okay. Uh, one of our listeners, this is from State Representative David Rose, says, did you personally see election fraud? If you encountered suspected election fraud or irregularities during the election to which you're prepared to swear an affidavit, please let me know. Email a brief description as well as your name, address, and uh, phone number to 2020election at uh, pahousegop.com. Please use this to communicate to what you personally saw, not what you heard from others. Mm, so we appreciate that. Uh, Chris, you get three minutes with callers waiting. You are on the mark. Three minutes. Wow. Well, there's, uh, there seems to be a lot of nonsense going on in the show today about the election results. Yeah, thank you for clarifying all the correct information. Yes, please, uh, please enlighten us. Uh, well, for instance, that uh, postman in Erie, he seems to have recanted when he talked to investigators. Then when he got back to his Facebook, he denied it. And when uh, a news agency checked with Erie County, they found the number of uh, ballots that were postmarked November 3rd, which presumably would the date be the date they back they uh, back postmarked them to. Erie County had three. Mm -hmm. So well, that's not the point, Chris. Maybe the, some were mailed. The point in is Erie the point County is the story should have been run then. So the, maybe you got more there. That's not the point. The point is the story was mislaid and it should have followed up and not ran the story at all. The story is, was falling apart in other grounds, too, like what I was mentioning. That had come out. Well, so the story should have never ran, less, then. Important. Washington Post should have never printed that story. The editors uh, should be held accountable for that. For what? Printing a story that 
as non-news, and they couldn't they couldn't what do you collaborate. Mean non-news. It was non-news. They couldn't collaborate it. The yeah, two reports. Well, if you have two investigators that tell you the same thing, that's decent cooperation. Now, the guy can change his mind. There's no argument yeah. about that, and apparently he did, so that's fine. But still, there's no r- problem running the story if the feds tell you that somebody yeah, but recanted. The, but, but again, the headline and the sto- body of the story don't equal each other. All right, let's listen to Chris here for a minute. Go ahead, Chris. How do, how do you know, they didn't deny, he didn't deny it to, uh, he didn't recant to investigators. How do you know what, the first story? It, it wasn't in. It wasn't in the article then. All right. What else well, you got, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Let's get to uh, some substance. Okay. Well, uh, you tell us. Tell us what the show. What was wrong with the show today? Every caller has so, substance. So we can whether you well, like uh, it or not. No. So give us some. Up. He called up with a debunked theory a couple of days ago. First thing in the morning, it had already been debunked. Who was that? I forget which one that was, but Mark okay. looked it up. I remember that. Okay. And which one was that? The Dominion? That. The Dominion and one? And it had already been debunked. And, you know, the 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 law cases uh, that the president's filing are either uh, somewhat frivolous or nonsensical in terms of affecting the entire election. No time will tell. In any of the states he's, he's doing you, it You in. could be right or... Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, or play maybe out. not. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, and you might win the lottery tomorrow. Or maybe not. Yeah. I mean, you can always file things like that. It's perfectly legal to. He has a right to. But uh, that doesn't make it not nonsense. Well, to you, to you, it does. Likelihood of affecting the entire election. No, to you, it does. But the other part is to show what were the problems with the election. Yeah, which and then they didn't write. They, they, I mean, some of them, the ones that Rudy was doing, were just like, uh, you know, like somebody said this here. Maybe you should look into it. Well, that's not. Well, I that's think not they are. Suit. That's not information in a suit that a judge is going to say, "Oh, that's my job too." No, that's your job. You're filing the suit. Okay. We will. I, time will tell. I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty frivolous, and and when you look at the results in so many different states by so many thousands of votes, and the states that are close within the legal percentage are doing recounts, there's no reason Biden should help with the recount. He should promote that's it. Absolutely nonsense. He should promote it and say, "I'd like a recount because I'd like to verify that no, I won." No, we shouldn't. Well, that's your opinion, Chris. Yeah, well, My he's, opinion he's might be a little different. If it's not within the certain range, not if it's done, if it's done, if it can be done automatically for free, the Republicans are doing it I in Georgia, right. for instance. Thank yeah, you so much, Chris. Yeah, but thank when it's such a big amount that uh, somebody has to pay for it, well, Biden's not going to help pay for it. That's ridiculous. All right, thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank and you. We always, always, always appreciate uh, your opinions, Chris. Thank you. Uh, we have CBS News White House correspondent Steve Portnoy on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in today. Hey, good morning. It's good to be with you. Really glad to hear from you. Uh, give me a glimpse inside the White House. What's happening there? Who's advising the president? Are we hearing anything about the president's mood and demeanor? Well, we, what we heard is, you know, we haven't seen the president other than his appearance at his golf club last weekend, and he went to Arlington National Cemetery on Veterans Day to participate in wreath laying. He's not spoken publicly in more than a week, which is a really long stretch. You know, he's obviously been issuing tweets. Yesterday he made the wild accusation that more than two million votes were switched in some software. Uh, he has an event on his schedule today, the first one uh, in some time, 
that uh, has to do with the coronavirus, and that is a briefing at noon today, noon Eastern time, on the uh, uh, Operation Warp Speed. Now, at the moment, it's not open to press. How is he feeling? Well, we understand that he has been a mix of uh, optimistic that perhaps somehow, even though no experts believe it will, his le- the, the legal challenges might uh, result in somehow this election turning from Joe Biden as the victor to President Trump being the victor. Uh, President-elect Biden, of course, uh, this, as of this morning by our estimate, has 290 electoral votes. We project that uh, Joe Biden will continue holding the lead in Arizona. Uh, it's only Georgia and North Carolina are the two states that are still undecided. The president, however, uh, also is, is uh, on occasion, we're told, morose and withdrawn. And certainly of the mind that um, he believes he won this election. Uh, Apparently, there are people close to him who have tried to uh, indicate to him that's not the case. And he is, uh, at the moment, um, increasingly aware of that belief. Okay. That that his that his advisors believe that it's hopeless. Uh, I'm not sure whether he has internalized that yet. But the truth is, we don't know. The last time that we heard from him was a week ago yesterday, and that was in the briefing room where he made a statement insisting that he won the election. And uh, at the moment, uh, those close to him are not willing to say so publicly, but they are telling us privately that they don't see a legal path here. And it's just a matter of. Uh, I don't know him internalizing it, but um, as of last night, uh, he, he retweeted something from the Sean Hannity show and said that, uh, quote, this is his quote from his tweet, Biden did not win. He lost by a lot, exclamation point. What about no, a- no, no lawyer we spoke with who doesn't work for the Trump campaign is, is, is suggesting that, that, that that's the case. And there's no, um, there's no feasible path in the courts to undoing the counts. You see, you can't... You can't just uh, erase votes from a column because you have, uh, you know, a list of people who should not have voted. You don't know for whom they voted, and that makes it impossible to undo the result. There's never been on this scale a judge, you know, invalidating a statewide election. And ultimately, and the question hasn't yet been asked, but soon it will, whether the intent on the president's part is to force this fight for the next two months into the halls of Congress, where the electoral votes once certified cast and the, the certificates have been signed by the governors sent to Washington for, for reading on January 6th, whether it's the intent of the president to have his allies in Congress and the House and Senate object to the votes of certain states, then forcing a devolution of the joint session for the House and Senate to then vote on the question, which would ultimately result in Joe Biden's election anyway, because remember, Democrats control the House, and the 1887 Electoral Count Act says that the certification of the governor in a case of a disagreement between the House and Senate is what stands. So the question really is, is the president really willing to put the country through all this? The answer for the moment appears to be yes. Now, are you hearing anything from within the White House about a run for 2024? We understand that he wants to you know, consider starting uh, participating in a, in a new network uh, channel, something along that line. But from within the White House, are you hearing any of those stories? Well, sure. I mean, look, uh, there's, there's <laughs> the, the problem is uh, the president's a bit um, on, on a tightrope here, right? He, he, he doesn't want to acknowledge that he's lost. So if you start talking about a run in 2024, the, the, the implication is he lost this race. But he doesn't, if he, if he believes that, he's not willing to say it publicly. So while we understand he has been ruminating about the possibility of, of declaring another run for the presidency four years from now, 
you stopped short of that. You've heard the speculation, and you just mentioned it, about the, some kind of media partnership that he might seek to undertake. There were these reports four years ago when, uh, before he, he believed he was going to win. He didn't, he didn't believe he was going to win. He said that at the time. Steve, and do you, do, do, real quick, I know we're running out of time. Uh, do you see Nancy Pelosi as Speaker in the next Congress? Uh, he, she has already, um, Nancy Pelosi has already announced her intent to, to lead the, 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 the House in the 117th Congress. I'm not aware of anyone who's in a position to challenge her within the Democrat caucus. What we still don't know is how many Democrats will be in the House of Representatives. But we do know that the Republicans have substantially cut into the Democrats' margins. We know, as we projected earlier this week, the Democrats will have at least 218 votes. Now, what that indicates is there's not a lot of room for error on Nancy Pelosi's part. If there are a few defections in her caucus, well, that could be a difficult uh, road for her to become Speaker. That is going to hang over uh, her for the next couple of months, but um, and, and it's certainly in the opening days of the Congress, but it might not be nearly as dramatic as what could happen on January 6th when the law calls for the reading of electoral votes if President Trump intends to continue having this play out as he apparently seems to. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for checking in. Appreciate we hope it. to have a longer and an additional conversation in the future. Thanks for calling WKOK. You bet. Steve Portnoy, CBS White House right. uh, correspondent. Sounds, uh, uh, sounds the, uh, the same when he's on the news as he is on the mark. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Quick break. Got callers waiting. Texts plenty. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. i got two callers, uh, two minutes Texas. each. So we'll Texas start out with uh, Dan. Yep, we got texts. Texts are plenty, too. Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I'd, I'd be happy with the election outcome if I knew that all the legal votes were counted and... I'd be okay with it, even if President, if Biden won, Vice President Biden won the election. But I'll, no matter what, I'll never be sure that President Trump was legally voted out. Is how I look at it, because he had such a big base, and we, the working class people, are the Trump voters to a great extent, which has changed since the 1960s, 70s. The Democratic Party was considered the working man's party. Now Trump's party is the working man's party. But the labor unions haven't caught up with it yet. 
they're still behind the times. I get a couple trade magazines, union trade magazines here, and they're still back the Democratic Party. They haven't caught up with the times. So, all right. I'm, that's all I have today. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, I hope, hopefully we'll be able to walk away with confidence. We certainly have to thank the Trump administration for bringing forward all of the remarks about uh, criminality and where people need to be punished and arrested or if there was fraud or just a computer glitch or a human error, whatever it is. Thank heaven. Imagine if we didn't, if the Trump campaign wasn't doing that, if he just conceded and that was it, a lot of this might never go uh, found out about and uh, adjudicated. You know, hopefully all of it it'll be found that it didn't impact the election, but some of it already has been. So, um, yeah, we, we hope we have confidence. Yeah, well, well said, Dan. Thank you. Uh, Bob, you're in the mark. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. I, I will thank Trump for all the peace he's created in the world. I won't, you know, say anything wrong about that. Thank God for peace in the world. But all the things he's doing wrong, he won't even tell people about the coronavirus. He won't even step down from the election. He won't take. He won't say he lost. You know this is wrong. He needs to make America great again by stepping down and putting the power over to Joe Biden, which Joe Biden won, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care if you say the media said it or this or that said it. He's already up to almost 300 votes or whatever it's called and you know you can't go back you can't turn it around he's up to I mean, 300 it's time electoral for him to votes step down and take you know take his pacifier give him a pacifier he hasn't even talked to the people for a week well he's tweeting he needs to tell that's people his method that, of yeah, communication yeah, did you ever read them tweets he uh, won. He won big. Well, I'm sorry, but exactly. Arizona spoke yesterday, and an Arizona elected president-elect Joe Biden. It's well, going to we'll be see. Joe we'll Biden, see and Trump is going to go to jail. That's what he's afraid yeah. of. He knows he's going to jail. Yeah. Okay, Bob. He is going to jail. Okay, Bob. Tin, right. tin foil doesn't work on all sides. Come on, my ben, side, ben, your foil? side, you your want side. Tin foil? What's your business? I want to come to your business. What business do you own? <laughs> well, I'd be, uh, bo- uh, Bob. I'd be more than happy to meet you. Come up to the I station. I want to know what business you own, Ben, because I want to come there. He wants to do. Why a would you want to come to a business and do what? Boycott. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, that goes far. Like I said, let him be certified. If Joe Biden is the winner of with the legal vote count, he that's fine. He is the fine. winner. Trump's a loser. He's, He's not a, certified. A liar. But He's when a it's official, we mean, not yeah, just Bob, apparent. Bob, your text, your text and your calls show how, how would I say politely, I won't even say it. So when your credibility is very much, we see what you do. I mean, again, if Biden is going to be the winner, Vice President Biden is going to be the winner, let it be on the legal side of it. And let all the votes be counted and let the people understand that there's a new president. All right. Thank you so much for coming in, Ben. Thank you, everybody who texted. Sorry, we're not going to get to the text today. High school uh, football, Southern Columbia's playing, Danville's playing, Seals Grove uh, girls field hockey going out to Pittsburgh, and then I think Seals Grove uh, men, uh, girls and boys soccer still in it. Oh, wow. This is exciting. Yeah, good luck to all the local teams. Do well, excel, and then listen to the score on the radio. 
How about yeah, that? I, like I, that. Made, I made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Ben Reichler, our co-host today. Oh. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury.